Shas Illuminated presents the following shear by Rabbi Yaakov Carmel. Mesechas Ksubis has been dedicated by Mr. and Mrs. Shlomo Naiman, Lila Nishmats of Yaakov ben Matasio Zatzal and Chayabas Pesach. Ubis Nandalid Omenalef. The Gemara starts off with the Shailah, if a Bas Shnio has Mazainus or not. Gemara says, Boyer Beliezer, Bas Shnio, Yeshla Mazainus, Ainla Mazainus. What's the two stardom? The Gemara explains, Kivan de Lesla Ksuba, Lesla Mazaini. Since the Allah is a Shnio, does not get a Ksuba, because since it's uh, illegitimate marriage, it's also to have such a marriage, therefore the Rabbanan said there's no Chiyah Fiksuba. So if there's no Chiyah Fiksuba, there's not going to be a Din Mezaynais. So after the Isha and her husband die, and the issue over here is if the daughter gets Mezaynais from the Nechassim, Midin the Tanai Ksuba, so on that we say if there's no Ksuba, you don't have the Tanai Ksuba either, and therefore she won't get Mezaynais. Aydilma, Imad of the Yisura Kansura Abanan, which means that there's no ksuba over here because we're punishing her for having uh, such an illegitimate marriage. But that's only when it comes to her. The mother, the Isha over here, who had such a Asadika marriage, we're not going to let her have the ksuba. But when it comes to her daughter receiving Mizainis from these Nechazim, there's no reason that we should have a knas. However, the Avni Mulum says he doesn't understand the suffix. The Avni Mulum ask that we have a very similar sugya in Yevamist of Sadi Alpha and Aleph. Over there, the Gemara is dealing with the case when Aisha was Nisus al One aide said Meizbaila, so she went ahead and got married. So the halacha is We say that if she got married and her husband turned up alive, so we have tainus on her because she was not doing the Daiko Minsaba, we made an assumption that she would not get married without doing the proper procedures. So in a case that she did not check out properly and the husband turned out alive, we give a knas, a penalty to her, and and she doesn't receive a ksuba from her husband and from this person she was boiled. The Gemara says, there's also no ksubas benedichrin. The Gemara asks, what's the havamina that there should be a ksubas benedichrin? The Gemara says, you would think that she that did the Avera loses her Ksuba, but her children, they didn't do any Avera. So why should her sons lose out on the Ksuba Serendichrin? Kamash Malon, that they also lose out. That's what the Gemara says in Yavamas. So the Abni Mum asks, why is the Gemara in Ksuba's our Gemara being misupic? If a Bas Shniya has the Takhana, the Tanakh Ksuba of Mizainais, because maybe we'll say that she did the Avera, so she has a Knas, but her children don't have a Knas. We see in Yuvamas that even if the mother does the Avera, we do cancer the children and they lose the Ksubas and Dechrin. So why is our Gemara Mesopic if the Gemara in Yuvamas is Paishat the Shailah? So the Avdim Lum says a very fundamental terence. He says there's a big difference between that Gemara and our Gemara. In Yuvamas, we're dealing with the issue of Ksubas and Dechrin. Ksubas and Dechrin is a Takana that the sons yarsh in their mother's Ksuba. So the second that we say that the mother loses her Ksuba, we counsel the mother that she does not get a ksuba. She's not entitled to her ksuba. So there's nothing left for them to yarshin. That means, We're never going to make a knas to mess up the children. They didn't do anything wrong. 
However, by being constant the mother and taking away her ksuba, so in essence, what we did is, we said there's no ksubas and dichrin. Because ksubas and dichrin is nothing more than them taking over their mother's ksuba. The mother had a ksuba, she died, the, the father's supposed to yashin, the din, the taikana of the ksubas and dichrin is they could continue and take over their mother's ksuba. The second the mother loses her ksuba, there's a knas that she doesn't have a ksuba, then the kids have nothing to yashin. When the Gemara says, Mao de Temo, they didn't do an Isser, so they should get Ksubas and Dechrin, Kamash Malon, the Kamash Malon is not that we cancel them even though they didn't do an Isser. Adarabah, the fact they didn't do an Isser is the reason that we shouldn't cancel them. But even if, even if we're not canceling them, they still have nothing to Yashin, because they're only coming to take over the mother's Ksuba, and the mother doesn't have a Ksuba. Masha Enkein, the morning Ksubas, is dealing with an issue of Mizaynis Mitzan Atzman. There's a Dinder Abanan, a Taikonadar Abanan, a Tanai Ksuba, that the daughter is receiving Mazaynas. So Enachanami, we cancel the mother because she's a Shnia and she got married Be'iser, but there's no reason that we should cancel the daughter. So there we have a suffix. Do we cancel the daughter or not? Now I just want to point out, we have mentioned earlier, and after an Aleph, that Rav Shach and the Avi Ezri, in Hilchus Ishus, Perek he was Medayik in the Rambam, that the Chiv Mazaynas for the Bonnois Lachar Misa is not Kipshutoi, that the Rabbanon put on a chiyuv, a tanaik suba, that the father should give mizaynais to these daughters. Rather, it's a din and a chiyuv to his wife. He's mechaiv himself and he's giving a schus to his wife that I will feed your daughters. It's a schus to the wife that will feed your daughters. That's why you find that she could be meichelet. Shachar other eyes over there. So in our sugya, it's going to be a little schwer. Because according to Rabshach, the chiyuv is not to the daughters, it's to her. And if we're counseling her that she's not getting mezaynais, so we should say, it's just like she doesn't get aksuba, the mezaynais of the daughters also she shouldn't get. Because you're not giving a present to the daughters, you're giving her a present for her daughters. Since the present is to her, that she has a schus that her daughters will get mezaynais, so we should say that if we're counseling her, we should counsel these mezaynais also. Why is the Gemara have it sad that we just cancel her, we're not going to cancel the kids, and therefore the children will receive Mizaynas if the entire Mizaynas is nothing more than a schusa you're giving to the mother, and over here we're canceling the mother, so you should lose the Chiyav Mizaynas. Rav Shach is going to have to learn this Gemara that there's two Chalakim here. There's a Ksuba that's for her benefit, and then there's Mizaynas, which is also a present for her. But since the whole point of the present is that she is getting a present that her children have Mizaynas, so since this Matana that you're giving her is for her children's benefit, so they didn't do an Avera, there's no reason they should lose this Takana. In other words, by Aksuba, there's nothing to split up. Either you have Aksuba or you don't have Aksuba. So on that, the Gemara says in Yavamas, since there's no Aksuba over here, we took away the Aksuba from the mother, so the children that are Yashin, the Aksuba Srinadichrin of their mother, if the mother doesn't have Aksuba, there's no Aksuba Srinadichrin to Yashin. But over here, even if we say the Mezaynais is a din to the Isha, that her daughter should get Mezaynais, there's no reason we should take that away. In a Hanami, we consider that she doesn't get a Ksuba, and she won't get the Mezaynais of her, her own Mezaynais, but this secondary, separate Takana, that we give her a present that her daughters will have Mezaynais, since their daughters didn't do an Aveira, there's no reason she should lose out on that Takana. That's how Shach will learn the Gemara of Suffolk. The Gemara continues, Bay Rava, Bas Arusa, the daughter of an, of an Arusa, which means, like Rashi says, Habal Arusasai, the Isser, you're not allowed to be Baal Arusasai, but he did it anyway, and they had a child. Does she have this Tanai Ksuba to receive Mazainus? 
do we say kivin this laksuba isla? Since there is a ksuba to an arusa, she'll get mezainais. Now it's actually a big sugi later on in the masechta if an arusa has a ksuba. So Rashi says either we're going that he actually wrote her min ha'erusin that enechanami an arusa does not have an automatic ksuba, but we're talking about a case kigoyin shikasav lo min arusa inami. We're going according to the Ramban Omar that Rabbanon talking to Amil arusa that she has a ksuba. So what's the sad that you don't get mezainais? And that Digmar explains, I don't know, the light, Takinu Rabbanan Ksuba, Ashas Nesuin, Lesla. Rashi explains means, the light Mesakin Rabbanan Lemichtav, Ashas Nesuin. There's no Takana to write it until Nesuin. That means even if there's a Takana, then Arusa should get a Ksuba, but there's no Din to write it until the Shas Nesuin. So this Nisavana, who cares what time you write the Ksuba, if there's a Takana of Ksuba, and one of the Tanai Ksuba is Mesainais, why shouldn't we have a Din Mesainais? To the Simon, to the Banais, Lachamisa, if the Ksuba is Chal. So Rashita explains, because if you don't have the Ksiva, so you can't collect from the Shabbatim. And really, every time the Banais, the daughters, are coming to collect their Mazainais, they're coming to collect from the Yarshim. So this is coming to collect from Nechasim, Meshubadim, to someone else. So to be able to collect, you're going to need the Chashivas of Ksiva. And since there's the Notakana to write it and told the Nesuin, therefore they won't get. The Mazainish. That's the Gemara of Suffolk. Now, the Gemara has a Suffolk by a Basarusa. What would be by the Arusa herself? So, Taisvis by Basanusa speaks out, top Taisvis, says, Tema the Anusa Gufatibai, you could have the same exact Shaila by an Anusa. Why do we only clear the Shaila by a Basanusa? So, it's pretty clear, Taisvis only had this Kasha by Anusa. He never asked this Kasha by an Arusa. So, it seems that by an Arusa, he held his no suffolk. And Kipshutai, the Taisa Rush speaks this out, he didn't have the Shaila by Arusa, because by Arusa it was Pashit that you do have Mazainus. Only by Abbas Arusa that the Gemara has a suffolk. So that's how the Taisa Rush says explicitly that by Arusa it's obvious that you have Mazainus. However, the Taisa Rid and the Shita bring down from Rabbeinu Yaina, they say the Gemara could have cleared the same Shaila by Arusa. We picked Bas Arusa because all the other cases are Bas, but really this, this case could also be a Shaila. By an Arusa. So we have a Machlaikis if the Shiloh applies to an Arusa also. Now, both of these Stadim need a lot of beer because there's a Mishnah Nachnan Zayin that says explicitly that there's no Chiv Mizainis in Arusa. Only a Giazman Nisu, then there's a Chiv Mizainis. But if it's not a Giazman, a regular standard Arusa, there's no Chiv Mizainis. So, what's the. How could Taisva say. And Taisrush says that this is what Taisus means, that by Arusa you for sure get Mizainis. And even the Shita, B'Shem Rabbeinu Yaina, that say there's a suffix by Arusa, why is there even a suffix? There's a Befeirish Mishnah, that Arusa does not get Mizainis. So the Ritzvah speaks out that our Sugi is talking about Higiyaz Manvalainisu. So this would be a simple Teretz. The Mishnah on the Zayin does say that Arusa, that reaches these man that they made up the 12 months, that they let her get ready to be for Nesuin. If that time comes and he doesn't marry her, so he has a Chiv Mezaynis. So that would be a simple understanding of our Sugya, that Taisvis and Taisa Russia are saying that it's obvious that you get Mezaynis, is talking about a case of a Gizman for Nisu. You could also say another Pshar in these Rishonim, that say that by Narusa you for sure get Mezaynis. You could say according to the Ravid. The Sheet that brings the Ravid, that the entire Suffolk, the entire Tzad, that the daughter should get Mezaynis, is only in a case when there was actually a marriage that took place. That means there was an Arusa. She had a child, Be'iser. The husband was born his Arusa and had a bas. We want to know if the Takana 
the Tamaksuba, that Bonus are Mizoinis from the Nuxe, Habal, if that applies by an Arusa. But the case is talking about that the, the Nisuin was actually consummated. They actually got married. So when it comes to the mother, there's for sure going to be Mizoinis. The only question is, Enechanami, you had a Nisuin, but the child was only born from the Arusin. Is this included in the Tanaksuba? When he said that all your daughters should be Nisoinis from Ainechastim, did he mean even the children that are born? From the Arison. That's how the Ravid learns, and that could be Pshan Taisus. Taisus says that by Taisus Mashma, at least, that by an Arusa we wouldn't have the Shiloh, because it could be he learned the Gemara like the Ravid that we're talking about that an Astuan took place. The Yavni Maluim in Kufyud Bey's Vav, he's bothered by this question. How could there be a Tzad in the Rishonim that an Arusa herself, should she get Mizainis? Ah, we have a Mishnah Nafnan Zayin that you don't get Mizainis. And he says, to learn like the Ritzvah that we're talking about, Yizman, is a very big doichik. It's not mashma that we're talking about such a case. Rather, the Stimus HaRishonim is mashma. we're talking about every Arusa. So he asks that a regular Arusa is a preferish Mishnah that you don't get Mizaynais. So why over here, the Rishonim have at least a tzad that she should get Mizaynais? So he says, we're talking about an Arusa after the husband died. That means, Enechanami. We have a Mishnah that Bishas Nesuin. Where we have a din, the Gemara of Memzayin and Rabbeis, that every husband is mechayev, mechayev, and probably medaraisa, the mezaynis ishtoy, that din does not apply by Arusa. That's the Mishnah of Memzayin. But there's another din mezaynis. Every Amona, Lachat Misa, gets mezaynis, also Tanaik Suba. Vir, the din deraisa, Shariksus Vaino is over. They're not married anymore. He was ready nifter. There's another din, a Tanaik Suba, that every Amona, Kol Yimei Megra Amalusech, you get mezaynis from his Nechasim. So the Abnim Lum explains, this that we find some Rishonim, Rabbeinu Yoyin and the Shita, that they say that this Gemara Shiloh would apply to the Arusa also, that will be Negea Bimei Amonos, so she's only getting Medina Tanaik Suba, so if there we have a Suffolk, does she receive Mezaynas? But in Echanami, Mechaim, where there's an issue of Achiv the Raisa Mezaynas, there for sure you don't get, because that then was only said by Nesuin, and not by Erison. Now, it's interesting, this Amnim Lum is Lashitasai in Simon Sadi Gimel Ois Vav. Over there he had a question like this. The Vashainim on Afnim Gimel Amun Aleph explained the Gemara of Mechelas Ksubasa, she doesn't have Mezainis. So the Ran, the other Vashainim explain, she doesn't have Mezainis means she doesn't have the Mezainis, meaning Tanai Ksuba. Because since there's a Tanai Ksuba and she was Mechel Ksuba, so anything that she's getting, meaning Tanai Ksuba, she's going to lose. However, when she's married, there the Mizoinis is not Midin Tanaik Suba. Rather, Mizoinis is a Dinda Raisa. Nothing to do with Tanaik Suba. Nothing to do with the Kanada Abundant at all. Therefore, even if you're Mechel's Ksuba, that's not a reason why you should lose Mizoinis, Bechai Baila. Very simple idea from the Rishainim. But the Amimum asks that the Gemara and Yavamas, that Peheim and Aleph, is talking about a marriage Be'iser. And the Gemara says that a marriage Be'iser, you shouldn't get Mezaynais because it's a Tanai Bezdin. When a mona marries a kind Gadol, there shouldn't be Mezaynais. Because since you don't have the Ksuba, so you don't have any Tanai Ksuba, so you should lose Mezaynais. So you see, even Mezaynais, Bechai Baila, when they're married, also has the guidelines of the Tanai Ksuba. This is Adam Lum's question, he doesn't have an answer. The Magia on the Adam Lum, over there in Simen Sadi Gimel, Oizvav, which is a Talmud from the Adam Lum, he says, there's two dinim. Every married couple, Zachiv Mezainis, the Gemara, Nach Memzayin, Mabez, Sherksus, Fa'ina, which includes Mezainis, is a din the rice to give Mezainis. But if there's a Tanai Bezdin, a Tanai Ksuba, that you have to go and give Mezainis, Kol Yimei 
Meigar Amalusech. Any time you're an Amana, we're going to see later on the Amud that the Din Amanus has to be that you're an Amana, Machmas Nabayla. There's a connection between the Isha and the Baila. She's still may Amanus because of the Baal, because covered Baila, she doesn't want to get remarried, so she still gets Mazainus. That Din, that when you connect it to the Baal, the Rabbanan were Masakin, you get Mazainus. So, of course, when you're married, you get Mazainus Midinzeh. Means besides the Din, the Raisa, they get Mazainus. You're also going to always have that your loy gara from the Tanaik Suba, the Lachamis, you get Mazainis. You get Mazainis for two reasons. So he says a, a, a beautiful chap. The Gemara in Yavamas is talking about a marriage of Isser. So we did the regular Dinder Raisa, that you have to get Mazainis, Laisha, that Din, the Rabbanan took away. Since we don't want you to be married, the Din of marriage because of Ishus, that is definitely not here. That Dinder Raisa doesn't apply. The only reason she should get Mizainis is because of the Tanaik Suba. Lamaisa, they're attached. She's connected to him. And any day, any time a Karinan Bay, call you which is a Kosh gain any time during the marriage, you have the Tanaik Suba. On that, the Gemara says, Tanaik Suba, Suba, you might not have that. But of course, besides the Tanaik Suba, there's also a regular din of a Chiv Suba. That's how the Magia answers the Adam question. So a tremendous fundamental Machlaik is in understanding every. Baal, like gives Mazainis to his Isha. Rabbi Mum understands it should only be a Dindaraisa, and he has a question from the Gemara in Yavamis. The Magia is learning there's two Dinim every time. You have the Dindaraisa of Mazainis, you also have the Tanaik Suba of Kol Yimei, Megar Amalusa, Koshkin, when they're actually married. Now, when it comes to the Amalum we just mentioned, the Amalum was bothered. How could the Rishonim have a Tzadanawa Sugya that in Arusa she got Mazainis? We have a Mishnah later on that you don't get Mazainis. The Amlum said the Arusa that doesn't get Mizainis is the Arusa that her husband is alive. But La Misa, that you're getting Mitzah the Tanaik Suba, maybe you will get. That's what the Mishraina mean that the, there will be a suffix of Mizainis on Afnandalit. But according to the Magia, the Amlum shot is not good. Because according to the Magia, every time you're married, you also should get Midin the Tanaik Suba. And still there's a Mishnah that Arusa doesn't get Mizainis. If the Mishnah says Arusa doesn't get Mizainis, that means you don't have the Dinder right to get Mizainis, and you also don't get Mizainis Midin the Tanaik Suba, which is really applicable, Bishas the marriage is Kayim. Because that's the whole point of the Magia. That if you get Mizainis, call you may Megram Luseh, Kosh when you're married. And if the Mishnah is saying on Afnan Zayin that you don't get Mizainis, that means you don't have the Tanaik Suba either. You don't have the Tanaik Suba when you're in Arusa. So if you don't have the Tanaik Suba, when you're in Arusa, it's not going to help you to say that Mum's whole terrace was, now you have the Tanaik Bezdin, now you might be able to get Mazainis. But according to the Magia, there's no difference. If you don't have the type of Mazainis, so it means you don't have the Tanaik Bezdin by Arusa, you won't have Lachamisa also. So according to the Magia, you won't have the terrace without the Mum. The Amun, which he taught, he never had this idea that you could have Bishas the marriage, a Korean bay called Yemei Megar Amalusech, and be Mechuyi Mezoyinis Midin Tekanu Drabanan. So he has a very simple picture. When you're married, there's only a Chi of the Raisa. On that, we have a Mishnah on Zayin that the Chi of the Raisa does not apply by Arusa. Now, on Afnandal, we're dealing with the issue of Tekanu Drabanan. That Tekanu of Tanaik Suba might apply by Arusa. That's the suffix on Afnandal. The Gemara continues. With the next part of the Mishnah, the Mishnah had said, that a husband writes in the Ksuba, a Tanaik Suba, that the entire extent of her Yomei Almonus, she's entitled to live in his house and to receive Mizainis. of Yosef, the wording of the Ksuba is, my house and not my Vixi, not my hut. If it's a very small house, 
It's not included in the Tanaik Suba. So there's a tremendous machaikis Rishonim what the point of Rabbi Yosef is. Rashi and Taisus learn that Rabbi Yosef is saying, that they're not mechayiv to let her remain in the house. That means the Tanaik Suba is Bevesi. That one of the dinim is that the Yisraelim have to let their mother, or the father's wife, live in this house. She's entitled to live Bevesi and receive Mezayinus Bevesi. On that, Rabbi Yosef says, but... If it's only a vixi, it's a small house, there's no room for her, they do not have to let her live in the house. The other Rishonim, the Ritva and the Ramban, they learn the opposite. She is entitled to live in his house. And if there's no house, there's only a vixi, then the Yisayim are to go and give her a house. Mamash, the opposite of Rashi. According to Rashi and Taisvis, the point is a cool on the Yisayim. They only have to let her live there if it's a bias, not a vixi. According to these Rishonim, it's the opposite. They're only allowed to not build her a house if they have a bias. But if it's only a bixi, they're mechuyiv to get her a house. Just like they're mechuyiv to give her mezaynas, they're mechuyiv to get her a bias. The question is, the Gemara goes on to say, there's a machleik about mezaynas. Rabbi Yosef said, the vesi below the vixi, but mezaynas she gets. Rabbi Ravashi says, afilu mezayni nami that you won't get mezaynas. So according to Rashi, it's very simple. According to Rashi, the point is like this. I'm only mechuyiv to let you live in this house if it's a bias. If it's a small house, I'm not mechuyiv to let you live in it. But that has nothing to do with mezaynas. Even though I'm kicking you out of the house, I still have to give you mezaynas. On that, Ma'ar Ashi comes along and he says, Since the wording of the Tanai is, you're going to live in my house and receive mezaynas. So if you're not living in my house, because I have a right to kick you out of the house, so I don't have to give you mezaynas either. It's one Tanai Ksuba. It's all or nothing. The Lashon is, I will let you live in my house and give you Mazinus. If I don't have to let you live in my house, I don't have to give you Mazinus. Very clear understanding of the Machlaikis, Rav Yasef, and Mabar Ravashi. But according to these Rishayinim, that Bevesi, Belebe Vixi, is a Chiv on the Yisayimim to buy a house for their mother. So what's this Machlaikis if you get Mazinus or not? Why in the world should you not get Mazinus? What's Mabar Ravashi's Svara that you don't get Mazinus? The Rishonim explain, I'll peep the Gemara later on in the Masechta, we find the Musig of Bracha. The more people in a house, the more Bracha there is in the house. So you gain by having a lot of people there. So all Ma'abar Vashi is saying is, Beveisi b'loi b'viksi. I am in to give you a new house. And I can't force you to live in a viksi. So the Yisraelim have to go and buy her a house. But when they're kicking her out of the house and getting her a new house, and they're remaining in the viksi, so she's not living with them. If she's not living with them, they are losing out a certain amount of bracha. So Ravashi says that you minus that off from the mezaynas. I feel mezayni lesla means since you're, she's not in the house. So you're losing the bracha. So you're mechif to build her a house, but you will be able to minimize the mezaynas because you're losing the bracha. So there's a machlaikis v'shaynim. If the mezayni nami lesla is like Rashi, that because you can't read the Tanaik Suba, therefore you don't have basi automatically means you don't have a chiv mezaynais. But according to these Rishonim, all we're saying is that you could subtract the amount that the, you're losing in the bracha by this chiv of making her leave the house. Later on the Yomid, we have the Shailah of Shomin Masha'aleho. The Gemara says, Almono, Rava Omar, Shomin Masha'aleho, Ushmol Omar, Ein Shomin Masha'aleho. The Shailah boils down to how do we consider the begodim that she has during her marriage, do we consider it that it's really the husband's, and he's just letting her wear it, but it's actually his? So if she takes them, 
when she's leaving the marriage and she wants to collect Tiksuba and finalize her payment plan of what she's receiving for the Tiksuba, if she wants to take these begotten, that has to be estimated its value into her collection of the Tiksuba. And therefore, Shaman Mashaleha. Shmuel says, Ain't Shaman Mashaleha because these are considered hers. When the husband gives his wife begotten during the marriage, they're hers. So she's not collecting Iksuba, she's taking what's rightfully hers. And therefore, she'll still be entitled to a full Iksuba. On that, the Gemara asks from the Mishnah by Hamagdish. By Hagdish, we see that we do not consider him the Bailam on his wife's Nechasim. And the Gemara says, even though the Mishnah sounds like you're not the Bailam, but Lagabi Iksuba, you are the Bailam. And we pass him like Rav, and the Mar says, My time, because ki akni la adaita la makim kame. Adaita la mishkala mefik la akni la. Even though he gave her the chasim, the begotten, to wear, he only considered it hers during the time and the extent of their marriage. But lagabe, the, the collecting the ksuba, which is la mishkala mefik, you're finalizing and finishing off the marriage, lagabe then, he never gave her these begotten. So Kivega has an obvious question. If we're saying you only gave it to her for the time of the marriage and for after the marriage it's not yours, that means you're not really giving it to her. You're more or less just lending it to her. I'm lending it to you and letting you use my things during the marriage. But it's not really a Kenyan. So if it's only a She'ela, why is that Lacha that by Hegdish we say you did not include, when you were Magdish Nechasev, you did not include your wife's clothing? There's a mission in Erech and of Gimel and Aleph that if someone owns something, and he gives it, he lends it out to a friend. So he was shoyalist, he was mashalist to, to Chaveroi. The Allah is, if you're magdish, nechazav, you include all your she'elos. Anything you lent. So here also, if we're saying, ki aknila, adaitala meikim kamei, adaitala mishkal meifikli aknila, which means I'm not really giving it to you, I'm just letting you use it during the time of our marriage. So if I'm only letting you use it, it's nothing more than a she'ela. So the halacha should be that Magdish Kol Nechasev should be including his wife's begotten. This is a Rikvegas Kasha. The Yaakov also bothered by this question. So Rikvegas says three terotzim. His first terotz is based on the Beis Shmuel. In Evan Ezer, Semen Tzadi Tess, Oizdalid, the Beis Shmuel says that the Nechasim are owned by the Isha. This entire halacha that we say that he was never it to her, Legabe Lamepik, that when she goes out he never gave it to her Legabe going out, that just means she'll have to give him the payment of it. The actual begodim are hers. So the actual begodim are hers. All we're saying in the Gemara is, during the extent of the marriage, you don't have to pay me for it. When you leave the marriage, you're going to have to pay me for it. But the actual begodim are the Ishas. So when it comes to the issue of being Magdish Nechasov, even though usually when you're mashal your cup to your chaver, we say that it is included in the Nechasim, and therefore it is included in the Hegdish, that's all on something that you own the actual chafsa, the DNA of the chafsa. But over here, since you don't own the begadim, in a chanami you are entitled to get back money for this chafetz, but the actual chafetz is owned by the isha, therefore it will not be included in the hegdish. Kvegi also answers that it could be this whole mishnah in Erechen, that even if you lend something out, you still include it in the hegdish, might, might be only talking about karka. Because Allah is that by karka, it's always Bereshus Bailam. I let you use my karka, but it's still mine. It's still Bereshusi. It's still under my jurisdiction. It didn't leave my jurisdiction. Therefore, we say that if you're Magdish Nechosev, it will include the karka that you lent out to other people. But it could be by Metalton, you'll never say this, because since right now it's not Bereshusi, you're letting her, someone else using it now, and it's not in your jurisdiction. You can't just take it back. You already lent it out to someone. Therefore, the Hegdish will not be going on that. And the third answer of Kivagar is, 
that simply, since you lent it to her, since you lent it to your wife, so you never meant to be magdashit. A regular person is mashal something to his friend, so he does mean to include it in the hegdish. But when you give it to your wife to use, that's not included in the hegdish, not because it can't be included in the hegdish. Rather, we have an umdim that you didn't mean it. But in theory, it could have been chal on this begotten, because they're yours, you just you mashal it. But we have a right to assume that no person means to be magdish things that he lent to his wife. Those are the three terutsim of Rebbe Either, like the Beit Shmuel, that the Nechassim are actually owned by the Isha, all she owes to the husband is a payment for these Nechassim, or Dafka by Karka, we say that, Shula is included into the Hegdish, but not by Metalkalin, or that by an Isha, we say, never meant to be Magdish, the Shu'un. That's the official Psicha, for those who don't know. So we can start again. Shalom, everybody. My name is Avram Kilstein, and I have the source of learning with you, Perak Afalpi. Um, and so I would like to take this opportunity, first of all, to thank everybody for listening. I certainly hope that you enjoy the sherem as much as I enjoy preparing them for you. And also, it would be great if I could meet you, um, if anybody's going to be here for Yantiv or whether or any other time. So um, it would be wonderful if you could come and visit. And um, without further ado, so let's start the Perak Alpha P. So the, the, there's a gigantic, gigantic Toysavis over here, which has a lot, a lot of Chashev and So I think Derek the Toysavis, we can... We can we can uh, see uh, some important machleksim that the Achrenim speak about. The first noise in the parak is the the noise of Tosefas Ksuba. Like we see on we see in the Mishnah that Imratzah Lahayisif Afilu Me'amana Yosef. So Tosefis in the first Tosefis. So he speaks about among other things, but the but the, how is it that a person is able to be mechayiv himself with Tosefas Ksuba? So already in the mere and the mere question of how does it work halachically, so he's already getting involved in the shaila. Why? Because the Torah in in Simon Samachvav, so he brings an interesting thing from Reb Goin. He says, "Cause of Reb Hai, she ain't sarech kinyan b'shas nisuin b'mashen nisin la ditznai ksuba kiksuba dami ki hechid the b'shas kedushin loy by kinyan mit Rav Gidol." That just like b'shas kedushin, there's a halacha of heinan dvarim hadikne v'amira. So the the Reb Goin says that toisefus ksuba doesn't need a kinyan. That it's enough that you said it, and he says, and he's menamic. He explains that the reason why why he doesn't need a kinyan is because of tznaik suba kaksuba. So this is this is the brought down in the Shochan Aruch in Seven Samachvav Sivches. Yesh mi shoimer sheein zarech kinyan b'shas nisuan b'meshenoisin. So the Rama argues he says v'yesh cholkim the Gra. It's called Lamed Beis. It's been saying that it's the Das Amordechai that disagrees with the Rav Goyin. So in what is the in what is Tali in this machlekes? So the emphasis that Rav Haigon himself is mashma that he learned this from the halacha of tznaik suba kuksuba that the Gemara is going to say and the that and that it's better better bigger and the and the next time but and it starts over here too that the halacha the halacha if of tznaik suba kuksuba that that um so the that there's fourteen different things that we equate the halachas of tznaik suba kuksuba and. So the Rav Haikon says that just like Ksuba, you don't, it's an automatic thing. It's, it's not your achrayas how to make the Chiyuv Ksuba chal, that Chazal do that for you. That's the Tznai Bezdin that makes the Chiyuv Ksuba. So so too says Rav Hai, that because Tznai Ksuba Ksuba, so therefore, so you don't have to worry about how it's going to be chal, leave it to us. Leave it to the Bezdin, the Tznai Ksuba, the Takonas, Tseves Ksuba, that's what makes it that it's Halacha Klichal. So, so the, that is the opinion of Rav Haikon, and that is the opinion of the Mechaber. So the, the hafla over here, the hafla is mitzayin on Tosavis, that from the whole shakavatari of Tosavis, from the fact that Tosavis was miskasha, how is it going to be chal? 
the the, the chiyuv of Tosefet Ksuba. So we see from this already that the that Tosefus does not agree with Rav but rather that he agrees with the Mordechai. Tahainu that when it says Tanak Ksuba Ksuba, that doesn't take, that doesn't mean how to be mechal the Tosefus Ksuba, but rather it's only that once it's chal. So how are we going to deal with it with the, with, the, with regards to the different halachas? So the nice thing Tosefus he starts off that. If a person, if this person is gay married, this chassan, so if he has no chassim, so it could be chad l'shib and chassim, but, and even though that it could be that he only has a little bit now, but migu that is chal and what he has now, so it can also be chal and davar shalabaloilo, but the problem is that if he doesn't have anything, so it says to you, so it can't be chal l'shib and chassim from the offset, and so therefore, how is it going to be chal? So this is the question that Rebbein Elio, that, that the re asked Rebbein Elio, to which he answered that, that the answer is that even though there's no shibat nechassim, but nevertheless there's a shibat haguf. That's what we'll get to later. But right, but first I want to I want to be omed on a, a different nekuda. That that is that we see in the Taisvis that in, in the havmina, so he didn't realize that there was a shibat haguf. And nevertheless, even though he didn't realize that there was a shibat haguf, but he was speaking about the fact that there was a shibat nechassim. So we see in Taisvis that in this havmina, it didn't bother him that there should be such a that there should be such a thing that you can have a shibat nechassim. Even though there's no shibaraguf, because he didn't know yet in the Havamina that there's a shibaraguf and ksuba, but nevertheless he thought that there could be a shibar nechassim. So this shaila that is really a machlekes achrenim. Can there be a shibar nechassim without a shibaraguf? This is really a machlekes between the tumim and the ktsais, and it starts based on the Gemara, also in ksubis and daf pevavam and beis that the halacha is the meicher shachar v'lechaveroi that if a person has if a person is a malve and he and he has a star that the leiva owes the money, and he sells this star choyev to somebody else. He's meicher star chal lechaver v'chazru umachloi machol. That and after he sells the choyev to his friend, so he's meichel the choyev. So the halacha is that that because the malve was meichel the choyev, so the choyev is paka, and now the person that bought the star from me, so he he, he doesn't have the koyach to be goyev the choyev from the leiva. So the shayla is that why is this true? So the the thesis over there in Dibur Maschal HaMeicher, so he brings that Rabbeinu Tam explained because Kiddush Taras is only Darabana. However, the Ritva in Kiddush and Dafyu Gimel, so he brings a different version of how Rabbeinu Tam explained this Gemara. And that Rabbeinu Tam explained that it could be the really Mechir Taras is really Daraisa. So why is it that that HaMeicher Shachar V'chavera V'chazor Machlo that it's really Machal? So Rabbeinu Tam explains that that there's two parts to every obligation. That there's a shibud haguf and the shibud nechassim. That first of all, there's an obligation on the person, that the person has to pay the money. And besides the obligation on the person, that there's a lien on his property. And that's called a shibud nechassim. So Rebbein Atam explains that in the Ritvan Kiddushin, that when a person is being meichel shtachav l'chavero, so it's only chal the kinyin, it's only chal the mechira on the shibud nechassim. However, the shibud haguf, that is a, is a person, is something which is, which, which can't go over. That it's a, it's, it's the reason why there's a shibar guf is because he's the one who borrowed the money. That is because he's the one who lent the money. But so the fact that Reuven owes Shimon money, that's a fact that can't change. The only thing that I can sell, says Rebbein Tam, is the shibar nechas. So because the shibar haguf can never change hands, so that it's still the, in the koyach of the original malve to be meichel achayv, and so the, the, once he's meichel achayv, so the shibar nechasim falls off. So we see in this Gemara that the Shibbat Nechassim is taller in the Shibbat Haguf. So, so based on this Gemara, so the Tumim, in Simen Samach Vav, Sivkot Mem Gimel, so he has a problem. That the, that the Halacha is that if a person borrows money 
and after and and that before he pays off the money, so he dies. So the halacha is that there's gvia abachov is gvia min hayarshim. He's gvia from lekuchas and he's gvia from yarshim. So the Torah here has a question: that the shibur aguv, who's the one that owed the money here? The one that owed the money was the leiva, and the leiva doesn't doesn't uh, it doesn't exist anymore. He does, he's not alive. So it would seem that there's no shibur aguv, and nevertheless. That the, the halacha is that he can be goyven nechasim. If there's a shibud on nechasim, he can still be goyven for nechasim. So says the Tumim, we see from here that that you can have a shibud nechasim without a shibud akuf. And how does that stem with the Gemara of Hamaychestach of Lechaverim? So based on this question, so the Tumim is Mechadish Amaritakachidish, that there's actually chal a shibud haguf on the Yarshim. That because the Yarshim are karadar of one, because they're the mamali makam of the father, so if, if there was a shibud haguf on the father, so the Yarshim Yarshin the Shibar Haguf. And the reason why he says this is because we see from this Gemara that there's no such thing as, we see from Marchosh Tachav Lechavera that there's no such thing as having a Shibud Nechosim without having a Shibar Haguf. However, the Ketzois, and over there in Simen Samachvav, Sipkot Nechavav, so he argues on the Tumen. The Ketzois says that there's a difference between HaMoychosh Tachav Lechavera, the Pachos Ramachloi, and the fact that the Leivet dies. What's the difference? The difference is that when a person is meichal achayv, so it's as if that's the kiyum achayv. The hainu that the mechila is kipiroin. So because he was meichal achayv, it's as if the chayv got paid up. And avada, once the chayv got paid up, then the shibur nechasim falls apart. Mashein kain if the loyv just dies. So the fact that the shibur haguf that, that disappears, it's not it's not as if it got paid up. It's just it disappeared because he doesn't he doesn't he's not in the world anymore. So but says the ktsais. There's no such klal that there can't be a shibud nechasim without a shibud aguf. The only klal is that there can't be a shibud nechasim when the shibud aguf was paid off. But in the case that the leiva died, so the shibud aguf wasn't paid off, so there's no lamdish problem with having a shibud nechasim that even though there's no shibud aguf. So the chura from our Taisvis that in the Havamin and Taisvis he didn't yet know that there was a shibud haguf, and nevertheless it didn't bother him that there should be a shibud nechasim. So we see the Taisvis is like the ktsais and not like the tumim. Okay, the next nice thing that I want to speak about is the concept of Adam Meshabi Dovah Shalab Al-Ilam. So Taisa says that even though a person can't be Makhna Dovah Shalab Al-Ilam, but to be Meshabi Dovah Shalab Al-Ilam, he could. So he says that that's what it says, that's what we can learn out from the Gemara in Baba Basra Tav Kufnun Zayin. So Taisa's Bayaz, he doesn't explain why. But if you look at Taisa's over there, so he does explain. And his Lashon is that the reason why a person can be Meshabi Dovah Shalab Al-Ilam is because Olim Koyach HaShibud. Because the Shibud is so strong, that's why it's able to be Chal even on the Dovah Shalab Al-Ilam. So there's a there's another explanation for this halacha that 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 is coming chal and and that can be found in the Ritva and Kedushin Daf Yigimel. The Ritva over there says that the reason why a person can be mishabed davar shabalaylam is because a shibud is not like a kinyan. A kinyan is is something which is proper, which is something full. However, a shibud is not really a kinyan; it's only a mixtus kinyan, and because it's only a mixtus kinyan, so therefore it can be chal and davar so he doesn't explain 100%. It sounds like what, he's, what he means to say is that for a proper Kenyan, you need a proper, for, for, for a proper Chalais, you need a proper Kenyan. But for a quasi Chalais, it's enough to have a quasi Kenyan. So because a uh, Shibud is only a mixed Kenyan, it's only a quasi Kenyan. So therefore, even though a Haknas Davash Bloilam isn't the real Asiya, it's only a Mixtas Asiya. But because it's only a mixtas chalai, so it's enough to have a mixtas asiyah. So in other words, it seems like the Ritva is telling us that the reason why a person is able to be Meshavad Dabash is because of how weak a Kenyan, how weak a Shibud is, that because a Shibud is weaker than a Kenyan, that's exactly why it's been Kemichal and Dabash So it seems like Taisus and the Ritva 
are saying completely opposite things. The Toysis is saying that the reason why it's Chal Adav is because it's so strong. And the Ritva is saying that the reason why a, a Shibud is Chal Adav is because a Shibud is so weak. So, Bemis is, it's not, it's not really a Kasha, because maybe Bemis, there's a Machlekis going on between Toysis and the Ritva, but it seems strange that they will be arguing on Sfaras HaFuchus. And I think that, that, they will see that there's, there's no hechach to say that there's really a machlekes here. It could be pashat that Taisas the Rivar are speaking about different planes entirely. So in order to explain this, so let's take a couple of minutes to understand what a shibud is. So a shibud, everybody understands, is that when I have a choiv, so chutz from the obligation that I have to pay, so it's chal lien on my property, and based on this lien, so the, the malv is able to take my property away from me without my consent that a way of being goyv v'achoyv is by taking the money. And that's, that's what's called yardin on the chosov, that we don't, I don't need to be maknehem the money, but rather that when necessary, so the, the malv is able to take the, the nechosov out of my hand because of what's called a shibud. So what is this? What is this shibud? So there's a gemara in Baba Basra, that kufay and dalad amad alef, that mashmayis of the gemara is that a shibud is an arvus. The lashna gemara is, is nechsew de'inosh inen arvin yaseh, that just like that a person relies on a guarantor, the arev, when, when, when he gives his money to a leve, so so too, so the mava relies on the, on the karkois of the person, that, um, that, and because he relies on it, so therefore it's chal uh, and arvus on the nechassim. The, the ritva, like we mentioned before, so he doesn't say arvus. The lashon of the ritva is, is a mixed skinyan. Where did the Ritva get this idea from? So I think that the Ritva got this idea from the from the word Shibud itself. That what's the, what's the word Shibud mean? What's the, the word Shibud is, comes from the word Avdus that we'll be saying soon in the Haggadah. That Mishubodim Hayinu Leparav Bein Time. What's it mean? We were Mishubodim. It means that we were enslaved. So what's it mean to be enslaved? It means to be owned by somebody else. In other words, that when we say that something is Mishubit, what, what that means is that it's being owned by somebody else. So from there, the Ritva understood that that's what a Shibud is, and that's why he writes that Shibud is a mixed Kenyan. So the the emes is that there is a Maharit Algazi in Bukharis, in Parakhes, Oisamachtes, that he understands that there's a big machalikis vishainim about this nice say. That is a shibud a mixtaskinin, or is a shibud an arvus, and he's totally different machalikim based on this hakira. However, that Lulidvarav would seem that there's no there's no necessity to make a machalikis about it, but rather that there's the Pasha that they're both true. What's it mean that they're both true? That they're not addressing the same question. The one shayla is that how is the arvus chal? How is the shibud chal? So to answer that question, so the Gemara of Basra says that the way that the arvus that the shibud is chal is through the concept of arvus. That because of the smichus das of the malve, that is what's mechel the the, the shibud and the nachasim. However, that doesn't explain what the shibud is. What is the shibud? The definition of a shibud is a mixed kinyan. So that is what the Ritva says. That so the the how is. The arvus and the what is the mixtus kenyan. So based on this havchana, so I think we can come back to the machlekes, so to speak, between Taisus and the Ritva and explain that there's really no machlekes. The Hainu, that if we look at the shibud from the standpoint of how is it chal, that that is the shibud stronger than the stronger than a kenyan or weaker than a kenyan. So in terms of the how it's chal, so I think that we see it's very strong. Because the fact that the, the how the shibud is chal is because of the smichus das of the malve, meaning because of the concept of arvus, that arvus says that because the smichus das is can be chal, 
מחל הקניין, חל השיבוד, חל החויב. So in that sense, so the, in the how it's חל, so a shibud is really stronger than a kinyan because a kinyan there's not just a thing as just being chal because of smichas das in order to make a kinyan so you have to have a maizah kinyan you have to have yeah, that you have to have something which which, uh, which is a mech of the kinyan there's not just a thing as a kinyan a kinyan being chal just with smichas das so in the how so the shibud is actually stronger than a kinyan and that's what Tayyus in Baba Basu Kofton Zayin means when he says that Adim Kayach shibud. whereas with regards to the what that what is chal that is the is the the chalois that's chal and shibud, a stronger chalais than a kinyan, or 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 the, or the weaker weaker chalais. So avada the ritva is correct. Avada, what is chal is only a mixed kinyan, and that is something which is weaker than the than a regular kinyan. So the emphasis is that we have two different answers, and it could be that they're both right. That with regard to davar shabla ilam, so we, the question is why is it that davar shabla ilam is is a uh, is a uh, can be chal and, and why, why, why can a shibud be chal and So there's really two answers. The first of all, because the how of the shibud is stronger, and the what is really weaker. So each of these independently is two different reasons why a person can be shabbat davar even though a person can't be makne a davar Now, this question that the re asked Rabbi Elio, so it's brought down both in Artaisis and also in the Rosh, at the beginning of the parak. And it's interesting that there's different versions of what exactly the Shakhtaria was. That the, so then there's, there's going to come out of Nafkamina, a big machlekes between the Tesis and the Rosh, based on these different versions of what the conversation was. In the Rosh's version, so the Re asked as follows. The Re asked that if it would, if it would be that, that if, if the person would have Nechassim right now, so it would be Chadashib Nechassim, then it would be great. And if it would be Chadashib Nechassim, then it would also be great because everybody knows that once you have a shibir aguv, so by nature of the fact that the shibir aguv, it can later be chal a shibir nechas. But what's the problem? That the re said that by ksuba, so it's not chal a shibir aguv because right now bishas kenyan, so bishas kenyan is the zman nisuin, and bizman nisuin, so there is no shibir aguv. There is, there, there is no obligation for the chasan to pay his wife the ksuba, but rather the obligation to pay the ksuba is only mishadish, bishas, bishas miso, or bishas gerishin. So, so says the re, so over here, there's also no shibur aguf. So if there's also no shibur aguf and also no shibur chasim, so how can it be chal? So what did the Rebbein Elio answer according to the Rush? He said that, that in a chanami, that you're right, that it's not chal a shibur aguf right now, but it can be chal a matziv that Later, kishas bishas gerish and bishas misa. At that point, it will be chala shibur haguf. Tahainu that in a chenami, it's chala shibur haguf klape klape laachrasman. That is the shakavataya in the rush. So in the toisvus, so it's not mashma that that was the shakavataya. In fact, there is mashma is a little bit the opposite because the toisvus says that that she she meshabe gufer lezehachoyv meato. That the mashma is of toisvus is that in a chenami that it's chala shibur haguf. That already from the zman nisuin, so we have to we have to understand what does Tesis mean that it's chal a shibut haguf me'achshav. Avada the rush is right that there's no obligation to pay the ksuba until zman misa or or, or zman gerishin. What Tesis means is that it's similar to a halva shalohi gezman piroin dehainu that if I borrow money for thirty days, so what is the what is the status of that choiv for those thirty days? That for those thirty days I do owe the money. But nevertheless, I don't have to pay it yet. So Tosis understands that that is what a ksuba is. A ksuba is that I, I have an obligation to pay. It's just that the zman piroin is only bizman misva or bizman gerishin. So, whereas the rush, he disagrees. The rush says that there is absolutely no shibud haguf in ksuba. The, 
so that is that that is the machlekes between Tesis and the Rush, the Maskanas Hadvarim, that what is the gather of the Khiv Ksuba? That according to the Rush, the gather of the Khiv Ksuba is not a Shibat Haguf Mizmani Suan, but rather it's a matziv that later on it's going to be Khal a Shibat Haguf. Whereas according to Taisvis, even Bismandi Suan, it is Khal a Shibat Haguf. Okay, that is the first Nakuda. But in in Taisvis, so there's a very schwer Nakuda, and that is that we said that Taisus answers his question by saying that, you know what, there's a Shebet HaGuf. And so it didn't bother him the question of the Rosh, that it's not Chala Shebet HaGuf, but rather that he said that he understood that, that even though they're married, it's Chala Shebet HaGuf, like we explained. So the question is that if Taisus holds, that's what a Ksuba that is, that a Ksuba is Chala Shebet HaGuf, then what was bothering him in the Havamina? That Taisus didn't know that there's such a thing as Shebet HaGuf? That every, every Chayv is based on a Shebet HaGuf. That why, what, what what didn't Taisus know that he was mechadish in his, in his maskana? So this question was asked by Rav Hanan in Kovit Shurim Simen Ois Kufnun Vav, and the Rav Hanan he says that we see that Akach Taisus had a havimina that you can't have a shibur haguf without a shibur nechasim. So because in his havimina he explained that that chal shibur nechasim, so he thought he thought that without a shibur nechasim, so it can't be chal shibur haguf. So the line said so. Even without a kasha, that's something that is very that is very hard to understand. But Rav Chana asked himself that that it's very strange to have such a havamina because everybody knows that there's a man amar in the Gemara, the shibuda lav daraisa, that there is a man amar that there's no such thing as shibud nechasim, and even the man amar that there's no such thing as shibud nechasim obviously holds that there's such a thing as shibud haguf. So we see clearly in the man amar shibuda lav daraisa that you could have a shibud haguf without a shibud nechasim. So how, factor of Rav Chana, could Taisus have such a havamina that? You can't have a Shibar Aguf without a Shibar Nechassim. So to answer this question, to explain the Havimina of Taisvis, I want to share with you a beautiful thing that Rav Chaim Shulevitz explained, that it can be found in Shari Chaim and Kiddushin, Simon Tezayin, where he explains that the Machlaikas between the Amanda Amar, Shibur Deraisa, or Shibur Lav Deraisa, is, is not just the Machlaikas, is, is there a Svara of Shibur, is there not a Svara of Shibur, but rather, the basis of the Machlaikas, Shibur Deraisa or not, is really of how to look at a Chayv. Or in other words, that how do we look at the fact that the loiva the, the loiva owes the money to the malva? Now he explains as follows: that there's really two ways to look at the at, at the shibur haguf. There's two ways to look at a chayv. One is what he calls a schus gvia. The other word is what, the other one is what he calls a mamayni gabach. What's it mean a schus gvia? Schus gvia means that that the malva goes over to the loiva and he says that. You know, you remember that you, bought, that you borrowed money from me two weeks ago? So I want you to now to give me money back. That the fact that you, the fact that you borrowed makes it that now you have to give me money. But if I ask you whose money is, is that you have to give me? So in the meantime, it's mine. I have an obligation to give you my money. That's what it means according to the Mahalach of Schus But Rav Chaim is masbir that, that the other side is that it's much, it's much deeper than that. The Hainu, that when a, when a leva borrows money from a malva, so it's not the pshat that he just owes the money, but rather that I have your money. The Hainu, that I never really own this money, but rather I have the right to use the Malva's money. That's what's called Mamoni Gabach, that I'm using the Malva's money. That this, this Hezber is very important, that for, for um, when, when, when the, in the Halacha of Ribis, so there are those that explain, the Truvis Harashba explains, that the side of Ribis is really that a Schirus Hamais, the Hainu, that based on this fact, that Choyv is that I'm using the Malva's money, so it's Shaykh to be Mechal a Schirus and that and that money because it's really not the Loiva's money, but rather it's the Malva's money. 
So that is the two mahalchem that Rechaim is masbir, how to explain a choyv, how to explain the fact that the loiva owes money to the malva. So what does that have to do with Shibud Nechassim? So Rechaim is masbir that if it's just a schus kviya, if it's just I have the right to be tovea you to pay me, so then there's nothing to do with Nechassim. However, that if the pshat in a choyv is a mamani gabach, that my money is in the rishus of the loiva, so that's, so as long as he doesn't spend the money, so it's very clear where my money is. My money is, in his, is, is exactly in the same coins, in the same dollar bills that I gave him. But once he spent this money, so how can we say that I, I have money by him? Where's my money? He spent my money. My money is to the people that he gave it to. Where is my money? So the Manda Omar of Shibur Daraisa says that you know where my money is? It got swallowed up into his rishos. It got swallowed up. It got swallowed up. It got absorbed into his nechassim. That's where the money gabach is. So because the hezber of because the Hezber of, of Ahachoyv is a Mamani Gabach, so Berega, that he spends the money, or Lididan, the we pass in Milvalahitzad, before he spends it, it's as if he spent it. So at that moment, the Ahachoyv becomes dissolved into the Nechassim of the Loive, and that is the basis of the Manda Amar of Shibur Dereis. Al-Kopanim, so according to this, according to the Hezber of Rechaim Shalevis, so it's very moving that there could be a Havamina in Taisvis that you can't have a Mamani Gabach, you can't have a Shibur Haguv, if there's not going to be a Shibur Nechassim. Because the, at the same moment that we say there's a Shibur Haguv, what are we saying? We're saying that there's a Mamani Gabach. And if there's a Mamani Gabach, so what are we saying? So we have a question. Where is it? So the answer to the question is usually going to be, it's, it's very simple. It's in the Shibur Nechassim. So but even that there's no Shibur Nechassim, so it could be that there can't be Chal, a Shibur Haguv. Anyway, that's a nice Havamina, but in Echanami, the Maskona is not like that. That even though it's Eina Masuyim at all, nevertheless, it's Chalam Amani which is something which is, could I to ponder how that makes sense. But Al Kalpanim, the Gabi, the Kasha, from Shibur, the Lavdaraisa, that Kasha doesn't even start. Because the whole basis of the Manda Amr, Shibur, the Lavdaraisa, is because he has a whole different Mahalach in Chayv. Because the Manda Amr, Shibur, the Lavdaraisa, holds that Chayv is just as Chusviya. So Avada in such a in, the, in that mahalach, so there's no there's no havamina that there's, you can't have a shibud haguf without a shibud nechassim. The reason why there's no havamina is because he has a different mahalach in what a shibud haguf is. But in the manda amar, which we paskin like of shibud deraisa, so it does make sense to have such a havamina that you can't have a shibud haguf without a shibud nechassim. Okay, the last thing I want to speak about is the end of Taisus, meaning the second answer that Taisus brings from Vyesh Mefarshim, that the reason why I'm able to be mashabid. The Meshabit Nechassim, even though I don't have any Nechassim, is because of Oidisa, because Kevan Harei Hoida Sheyesh Lo Nechassim, Vafbisha Anayoidim Sheyeno Hedaz Baldin Kmei Edim Dam. So this is the this is the second answer of Taisvis that even though I don't have Nechassim because of the Koyach of Odisa, so it doesn't matter. I was Moide Lechayvasi that I do have Nechassim, and because I was Moide Lechayvasi, so Hedaz Baldin takes care of the problem that I don't actually have Nechassim. So the Rosh, when he brings down this answer, so he he's doicha the answer without explaining why. That he doesn't understand that it's not it's not good enough. He doesn't explain why. So what is the what is the machlekes here? So the Chem Shlema over here. So he explains that it's dependent on a famous chakira in how <coughs> what does it mean that there's a concept of odisa. So the the source of the Kinnon odisa is really in Baba Basra Dav Kufman Tesum and Aleph. That, that over there, so it says that there was somebody who was trying to get rid of his nechassim because he didn't want, he didn't want his nechassim to become hefker. So the Gemara says the one way that he can get it to somebody else is by, me, by, by being maida that it should be somebody else's. 
So if you look at the Mukyesif over there, so he says clearly that the reason that the reason why Odisa works is because a person is Neman al Atmai. know that the side of Odisa is merely a Nemanus, that he's believed in court to Lagabe whatever is going to be Lakhavasi. But the Ktois in Simon Kufzadik Dalat Sivkotan Gimon. So he's Mitzayin at Toysvis, Babakamadav Kufdaladamabez, Divaramaskal Agav. The Toysvis over there is handling uh, the halacha of beer maestris. Beer maestris is that 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 once in the once in three years a person is obligated to get all the maestris out of his rishus. He has to whatever is supposed to go to the coin has to go to the coin. Whatever has to go to the levy has to get to the levy. And the story over there is it has to get out of his rishus. As Toysvis Betochdvarav over there mentions that Odisa that Haidot could theoretically work to be mekayim the halacha of beer maestris. So says the Ktsois that if Toysvis is handling Odisa. Legabe the halacha of so we see that it's more than in the months. Because the, the when the Torah is Mahaiva person to be Mavara the Maestra from his house, the Torah means that the person should actually be Mavara the Maestra from his house. It's not enough that we believe you that the Maestra is out is out of your house. The the Torah wants that, that the Maestra should actually be out of your house. So from the fact that Taisa says that Odisa works for Bir Maestris, we see that it's not just a Minamonis, but rather Odisa is a Kenyan. And that's why that, that it's already it's already common knowledge that there's such a thing as a Kenyan Odisa. And we see this from the fact that Toysis is willing to use Odisa in order to be Mekayim, the mitzvah of Beir Maestris. This, this is something which is very Nagea for us, that right now in Inanid Yoyma, for Beir Chomets, that, that if a person is not allowed to have Chomets in his house, so he has to give it to somebody else, so there's such a thing as Mechiras Chomets, he could sell his Chomets to a Goy. So if I, if I want to give over my chametz to a goy through a Kenyan Odisa. So is that going to work? So it depends. If Kenyan Odisa is only a nemonos that in court he's able to be toveh, I mean, based on, me, based on my haidas baldin, so until he's toveh, until he's goyve, so it's still mine. Then the nemonos doesn't change the mitzias. However, if the pshat is that Odisa is a Kenyan, then the fact that I was made actually removes the chametz from my rishos, and therefore I'm a kayim, my halacha of mechiras chametz with a Kenyan Odisa. So the Chem Shlomo wants to tell that this Machlokes between the Nemokyesif and the Taisvis is really dependent on the Machlokes, is really the basis of the Machlokes by us between the Taisvis and the Rush. Why is that? Because over here we're speaking about the Dovah Shalom I'm speaking about something that, that uh, I'm saying that something that I have, even though I don't have it yet. So the Nafkamino of this, the, the Nafkamino of this um, Shibud is only going to be once I get it. So if it's nemonus, so then says the Chanish Lama, there's no problem of being nemon on something which is davash davash However, legabe Kenyan, so a person can't be machne a davash So that's why the Rosh held that an Odisa is a Kenyan, and that's why he says ein tam Whereas Taisus holds that Odisa is only nemonus, and therefore he does hold that Odisa is going to, is going to work to to solve the problem of how it's chal the shebir chasim. So the problem is that luchura that the Chan Shlomo's taina is not enough because that it's very good that Taisus is Mechadish, that Odisa is a Kenyan. But Avada, everybody agrees that even if it wouldn't be a Kenyan, it's also a Nemanus. Nobody, agree, nobody disagrees that there's such a thing as Haidas Baudin Kameyadim Dami. So when we're, referring, when we're speaking about this Chiyav Ksuba, the Chiyav of Tosefus Ksuba, so it's really irrelevant if Odisa is a Kenyan or not. For our purposes, it's really enough that it should be a Nemanus. Because as long as I as long as I have an emanus, so lechavasi it's chal the fact that you have the right to be tovei me as if I had nechasim. So for our purposes, 
it's it, it's enough to have the nemanis. So the fact that the Chandish Lama says that maybe the Rosh held it's a Kenyan, therefore it's not going to be chal, that's not enough. Because who cares that it's not a Kenyan? But it's also a nemanis. Even the Rosh, even the Mount Amr that it's a Kenyan, agrees that it's also a nemanis. And for us, the fact that it's a nemanis should be enough of a reason that it's chal, the Shiva Nechosim, based on the Odisha. So we still have to understand what's the Pshat and the Rosh. Why didn't the Rosh want to accept the Hezbollah of the Teisvis of Kenyan Odisha? To explain this, I want to share with you an idea that I heard from my rabbi, Rabbi Fal Shmulevitz, that he heard from his father, Rav Chaim Shmulevitz. And that is that in the din of Haidas Baldin, that that a person is neman, l'chayi v'satzmai, so the halacha is that a person is neman, the, the person is neman, the legabe that he's being mechayif himself. However, that let's say that there's going to be nafkaminas, which is not the thing that I was mechayif myself, that I'm going to, that if I was, if this is true, and over here I was mechayiv myself, then we can make a calculation that something else, that something else should be true. Do we say that I have nemanus, the gabi, the things that are going to be toitzois of what I was mechayiv myself? That Rucham Shlevet, said that is not bechlav nemanus of of haydas ba'adin kmei So if that's the case, it could be that is the machaikis here between toitzvus and the rush. Why is that? Because over here, what are we trying to say? That I'm going to be neman to say that I have nechasim. So who cares if I have nechasim right now? So if I have nechasim right now, so migu that it's chal the shibur and this nechasim, so we can also be chal the shibur and other nechasim. So that that over there, that's called making a cheshbon based on the haydas baldin. That if we have a shakar, if we have a dinu dinu right now on this nechasim, that was I mechayev you this nechasim or not? That do I owe you this nechasim or not? So that the haydas baldin is mechayev. It's mechayev this nechasim. So if that would be the case, then Nevada that there would be no machlekes. But the machlekes is because that's not enough. That's not our shaila b'chad. The whole nidon, the whole nafkemina of the shibud right now is not on these these nechasim that I was that I was mechayev myself through my tars badin, but rather that on the different nechasim that I bought two years later. So that's called making a cheshbin from haydas badin, and on that the rosh held that is not nichlal in the nemanus of haydas badin k'me edam dami, because that the, the nemanus of haydas badin is only on the thing that I was mechayev. But to make a cheshbin on the hischayvus, that is not nichlal. You have been listening to the shiurim of Shas Illuminated. Shas Illuminated is a non-profit organization dedicated to broadening the learning of those studying the daf worldwide. If you would like to make a donation or to dedicate a daf or masechta, please visit our website at shasilluminated.org or call 203-312-SHAS. You can also email us at shasilluminated at gmail.com.